Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Johnny. And this is Untitled Podcast is the name of my Geek Nights cover band. Paul <laughs> <laughs> and Sora would be... <laughs> they, would, they would either be really upset or, or, or really excited to yeah. hear that our shitty podcast had that title. Yeah. <laughs> no, we've, we've been through... Uh, at least one more title and still have not. I, yeah. I, I'm being a jerk and, and deciding that we still don't have a title. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I, I said on the first one. <laughs> season, the, season two. Season, season I think two. I may have said four or five. After but, after the pilot's done. Yeah. Um, so another possible name is uh, of Beverages and Banter. Yeah, beverages, beverages and Banter. Beverages and Banter or, or some variation thereof, yeah. which... Well, but this isn't banter. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, you know, uh, trivial back and forth. This is the real shit. This is. This is serious. Serious business. Like that meme with the duck. Serious business. Serious <laughs> um, this week's beer is uh, the Dogfish Head. Uh, is this thirty minute or sixty minute? Sixty. Sixty minute oh, IPA. Nice. Uh, oh. Which is which is delicious. Yeah, I didn't have a chance, or we didn't have a chance to talk about it last week. Uh, that stone levitation ale? No. Oh yeah, it was crap. No. Uh, I was. I mean, I, it was. It was weird, and it, I, it was weak. And we just and we drank it after coming off such a great beer. Yeah, uh, it was. I, I still it, can't recommend it. Was a, it was a double dog. I would like to try that again after, like, after not having just drank the double dog because the double dog was really good. Uh, I still think it's kind of weak. Um, the d- the right. dogfish head is. We've. I mean, we've pretty much everyone's had it, but by this point but if you haven't you need to yeah it's it's really good so it's, it's a very good ipa the more minute the ipa the better yes the, though the 90 gives me a headache it gives me that like cannabis family hops <laughs> headache thing that that doesn't doesn't go away until the next day i think you just accidentally get high that's possible that's possibly it whoops <laughs> my my Some, bad somehow your liver turned the beer into pot <laughs> yes absolutely um so uh, we we read Wikipedia for an hour and we talk about it and the starting to oh uh, before we before we get to the starting topic uh, last week corrections addenda um, error in facts and indeed fiction uh, I'm sure there's stuff but I didn't I was doing other stuff while listening so I didn't feel like I think we talked about this a little since last recording which is a couple of weeks ago now but you tend to throw that authoritative voice around a lot I yeah. think you mentioned it on the blog yeah and I, I didn't actually go back and listen to the clip that you were talking about but it was uh, the uh, the red blood cells oh yeah we, it turns out you were you were right about I was that right. And that was incredible. I yeah. had no idea that red blood cells are like missing a bunch of organelles, and they're pretty much. I, just I tend to accidentally rats. be right a lot of the time when I throw around the authoritative voice. Like I'm at least two for three. You were throwing a lot of, when we were talking about Einstein and relativity. Uh, you were speaking throw, of which, you were throwing uh, a lot of shit gravitational around. waves, general relativity. Yeah, I, I got there. It's wait, gravitational is general relativity according to Wikipedia. I, damn it. I always mix them up. I always mix them up. I always thought that general relativity, and I thought I looked this up this week. I thought general relativity was the uh, the equals mc squared, and that special relativity was uh, second cousins, third cousins. <laughs> uh, the special <laughs> you have relativity. To make that joke. Someone is required. I feel. Um, I always thought that special relativity was the uh, the the gravity. Yeah, the inertial rate frames of reference. Is that is that not? Gravi- well, gravitational waves are there uh, disruptions in space time that are caused by super dense objects, so like black holes. And, it's it's, uh, it's super dense. It's super dense objects that are 
accelerating relative to each other, right? But that's that's totally uh, special relativity, go, isn't it? Go to the gravitational waves. I went and read about gravitational waves, not in the course of our normal reading, but curvature of space-time, blah, blah, blah. Basis of his theory of general relativity. Okay, I have to go do more reading about that because in I my understanding, general relativity is uh, is and they're related. Yeah. But but general relativity is mass energy equivalence, and then anything that has to do with like space time and the curvature of of space is geometric theory of gravitation. Oh. Do I just, I just have them completely backwards, don't I? Uh, apparently. I apparently do. Okay. Well. Well, damn. See, right on that too. Yeah, yeah. There, well, there you go. Well, there you go. I don't. I. It's. It, it almost doesn't count as using the authoritative voice. But you were throwing a lot of stuff around last week, and I was always like, I just was accepting it as fact. And then I'm like, oh, wait a minute, that's actually not not right at all. But I went back and read about the gravitational waves. The things you were talking about last week, the mm-hmm. thing with the three satellites that yeah. goes out. I went back and read about that. That was called. That's called LISA. It's laser. Um, it's like laser interferometric. Uh, sp- uh, sp- Space apparatus or something, mm-hmm. and it's five uh, five million kilometers on a side. It's an equilateral triangle that they send. Basically, it's this apparatus. For, if you didn't listen last week, it's this apparatus that they're sending out into space, or that they were planning to send out into space to measure gravitational waves because yeah. their gravitational waves are really minute and hard to measure at a, you know on our scales. And so, send these things out. They would be in a heliocentric orbit like us, but not necessarily with us. Mm-hmm. And they do this laser thing. They shine Heliocentric laser. is rotating around the sun. Rotating around the sun. Okay. They would they would shoot lasers at each other, and the variation in distance between the satellites mm-hmm. caused supposedly by gravitational waves. That that would be a way of basically verifying something that yeah. would measure variations in distance on that magnitude, and it uses some sort of interferometric thing. It was it was nixed. Uh, they had it got funded and yada yada. But then NASA NASA's involvement. Now, speaking of NASA, how are we getting things into space? Uh, we go with the Russians. Oh. We're, we're hopping a ride with them. Can but, we really trust them? No, probably. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no. I mean, I guess no would be. I guess, the... but who else would? Who else are we going to trust if if not the Russians? I mean, we were in direct competition for this space race. I mean, Britain, France, Germany, they were all like, yeah, you guys have fun. We're going to rebuild our war-torn continent. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> Put Yay, up the shiny, America shiny and Asia. <laughs> Put up the shiny brick wall through downtown Berlin. <laughs> the um the uh yeah, the so so we we ride with them and we had this we had this uh Lisa program that we were going to use to measure of gravitational waves and it was a consortium of several countries but I think we were bankrolling a lot of it or something. We backed out, and it looks like the thing kind of fell apart. Maybe we were spearheading the engineering, or maybe we were fronting most of the money, or maybe both. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, probably both. Probably, <laughs> probably both. But um, there was a great Onion headline that was that read, uh, after you know, after 40, 45 years, uh, Soviet Union finally wins space race. <laughs> it was like the day they shut down the shuttle program. <laughs> Like interview with with nice. cosmonauts and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we've waited for this day for so long. We knew that our we knew that our tireless efforts would would eventually pay off." Ah, uh, the onion. But yeah, you 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 do tend to throw around that voice uh, yeah. a lot, yeah. and I and even if it's shit that I know about, I'll just back down. And it's like we're talking about electricity and magnetism or something that I know really well, and you'll be like, "No, okay." Um, uh, my friend Keith 
has a he's a big trivia guy, oh, and yes. he has an interesting uh, an interesting he has a an interesting observation about what makes a successful trivia team, and knowing the right answers. No, no, <laughs> it's actually not that. So you can you can know the right answers. And but but the team that the team that knows the right answers is not necessarily the team that wins because if you if well, you think if you think about all the times that you ever answered a question right at trivia and then think about all the times that you ever almost got it right if only they had listened to you or if only you had listened to that guy who actually know the answer that's pretty much all the questions there's very few questions you'll find in trivia where nobody had any idea what the answer is and he said the best trivia teams are the ones that have the most efficient system for achieving consensus. Basically, the most efficient system for weighting people's responses with the tone of their responses. So, like, if you use the authoritative author- voice, if you use the authoritative voice all the time, even when you're wrong or you don't know that you're right, your answers will. An efficient trivia team, a team with an efficient means of achieving consensus, will not weight your answers very high because. It doesn't matter. You're going to act like you know the answer anyway. But if you're the type of person that doesn't speak up unless you absolutely do know the answer, your answers get weighted very highly because you don't – basically there's a, there's, a yeah. higher, there's a tighter confidence interval around your answer. So the best teams are the ones that, that can game that system the best. With our group, like we generally don't speak up if we have no clue – Like I generally sit back and drink my beer when sports question comes up. Yeah, and that's – that's that's good. It's it, it's better. It's you're more useful as a trivia, uh, as a trivia player if you know when you don't know the answer or know how to how to make your tone match your confidence in your answer and vice versa. Or and kind of, you know, also that your teammates are good when they know how to read that. Well, and it also um, like just from our experience, um, having your face light up. And mm-hmm. like going, oh, oh, like re- exactly. the quicker you react right off the gate, the more serious everyone will take you. If you can do your best to mimic a natural response, uh, yeah. people are going to believe <laughs> to you. Mimic every time. A natural <laughs> it's like Richard Nixon. It's like no, actually, the answer was raisins. <laughs> Damn it all. Oh! <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I didn't really have any other corrections or addenda from last week. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else I wanted to talk about, but I. Uh... Oh, um, to quote Lewis Black, the ground done quaketh. Oh yeah, the quake. Yeah, we should say something about the quake. <laughs> didn't feel it. I uh, think I'm immune. Like that's that's my mutant you're, power. You're immune to earthquake. I didn't. I am going to Mega Man One, and I will fight Quake Man. I was Quake Man, Mega Man One. No, that was Guts Man. Guts Man. Uh, quake Man was I think Mega Man Three. There was definitely a Quake Man, but I don't think I don't think it was Mega Man. It was. It definitely wasn't two. No. Uh, I want to say Quake Man was actually four. Four was the one where they. No, three was the one where they introduced a slide. Three and three, they introduced a slide. Four was where they introduced charging, right? Of your normal uh, pellet mm-hmm. blaster. Mm-hmm. It was four or five. It had to be one of those two. Yeah, because um, Quake Man didn't really fit, because everything else was like cool and hip, and it was like uh, Snake Man, Gemini Man. That uh, was three. Yeah. Was. was Quick man, Blah. you're leaving. You're leaving Wikipedia. I know, I know, but we. This is this is important. All right. 
This might be from the TV show. I'm editing. I'm editing this all yeah. this shit out. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, no, it was... Uh, hmm. Since we're going to edit this out, we probably shouldn't be like discussing Yeah, stuff. yeah, but I'm, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to piece it together. Okay, okay, my, vote, my vote is four. I, I kind of feel like it's like three. I played the hell out of three, though. Oh, you know, you might be... Is that a Pokeball on this chest? <laughs> this, there's no way this is Mega Man 3. No, that music's not right at all. Okay. We crashed the internet. Oh no. What will we do? Okay, we're still, we're still recording. Alright. Um, okay, well we have to, we've spent this time, we have to figure it out. Yeah. Mega Man knowledge base. What? That's not at all what we put in. Was there Quake Man? Is that... Is that, is that a bot? <laughs> we, These are all Quake Man! <laughs> There was a, you're just thinking of Quick Man. And maybe I'm no, wasn't there a guy? He um he was like big and, and blue. And, no, okay. he was big and wide, and he had like a he had a fucking hard hat, and he would come down, he would laugh and punch the wall, and the fucking boulder would fall down. That I think that was Hard Man. Yeah, Hard Man. Hard Man. Why did we start talking about this? Uh, because the ground done quaketh. Oh yeah, the earthquake. Um, I heard, I heard, uh. I heard on the news or in some of the scientific journalism or whatever that the earthquakes in the east are different than on the on the west coast because it's actually two different tectonic plates mm -hmm. and our plate is uh, a lot older and harder and mm -hmm. denser and so the and ours vibrations is, and ours is covered with a bunch of uh, sediment and uh, ground shit. Oh. Um, and that's why it like resonated so deeply because of all the sediment. Well, I heard it's just because it was harder that it it transmit it transmits the energy yeah. more efficiently. Like if you strike on a metal pole versus striking on a wooden pole, like yeah. the, the sound travels farther. Someone had said when I, I I forget what it was, but I was I, it was probably NPR when like it first happened, and they said that it spread so far because it was a really shallow quake. Huh. But. I think that might have just been the like first generation information wrongness. Yeah, it could have been. I I went to Katie felt the quake at Duke because she was on an upper floor, and then I went to Twitter, where the Twitter wavefront actually outpaces. <laughs> I like, was the about X, to bring like, up the X, that XKCD. The, the XKCD, where the Twitter wavefront actually outpaces the uh, yeah the thing, and you can use the you can use the Twitter uh, <laughs> geo data to figure out where the epicenter of the quake was. Nice. Um, I, uh, speaking, I was reading XKCD because I was bored as shit, um, and there was one I didn't get, and so apparently there's, uh, XKCDexplained.com, which is an explanation, it's like the guy, the guy who runs it posts what he thinks is going on, and then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna crowdsource any corrections in the comments <laughs> section. Vote on who you think is the best comments. There's also an xkcdsucks.com, hmm. which I, I'm a, I'm a fan of xkcd. I like it a lot. Um, some of them are, some of them are better than others, and I generally get them because it's usually jokes about 
sort of my trade. Science, and, and yeah, math. science, math, and computer science is sort of what I do. But they, um, this guy is uh, he he's not universally bitter about it, but he does he he does heap a bunch of criticism on XKCD, and he says the XKCD used to be good, but it kind of fell in the direction of this. It like, was better when geek. no one heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is, is he it, a webcomics hipster? <laughs> he's kind of a webcomics hipster, but my he, God, he, they're he's, spreading. He has some he has some sensible points sometimes, but he's generally he's he's really he's really well written and he's generally good about being being really bitter. Is he saying hateful. that too many nerds are reading it? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I read like while reading it, it got mentioned in like the Washington Post and whatnot. Yeah, uh, a lot of it came from that one uh, Wikipedia uh, one they did about the uh, Malamantu. Mm-mm. It was like um, I, I, I liked it because I re- I read a lot of literature like language stuff on uh, Wikipedia and it, it, they always like it was uh, the caption was um, have you ever noticed how Wikipedia likes to use cert- reuse certain words over and over again and it was like the word was Malamantu which is a portmanteau of portmanteau and malapropism, which in and of itself is also a malapropism. <laughs> and, like, if you just go read, like, about a lot, like, um, it, like, the list of neologisms, um, it, every, if you read on the article from the list, it always starts out, this such-and-such such is a neologism. <laughs> and, yeah, like, such-and-such yeah. such is a portmanteau, and I'm, like, just, like, wow, that... They really do love that word. This is a neolgo, neolgo, neologism. This is a neologism, Portman to Malamento, that <laughs> that breaks the fourth wall. My God. <laughs> yeah, but it's like Wikipedia. Uh, I forget why, but they were having trouble. At, like writing that article was in violation of like their bylaws about how you can create articles or whatever bullcrap. Yeah. Okay. Before we get to the actual topics for tonight. Which, uh, oh, we're not doing too bad on time. Nah. But um, especially because I didn't, I didn't read as much this week in, in the past. Yeah. Th- there is actually some Wikipedia news. So I've edited Wikipedia a number of times, and uh, I've even authored an article which has been since picked up, and, and I don't have anything to do with it anymore. But uh, as an editor, uh, everyone who has edited Wikipedia, I guess everyone who has, received uh, an email about a referendum among... Wikipedians about new features being included in Wikipedia and there's one that's like I guess particularly controversial or whatever so they've done this referendum thing is it that rating system or it's uh it's an image rating thing it's uh, I don't know if it's a rating system at large but it's it's a system whereby you can specify as a personal preference not to see certain images or certain sorts of images so you can say I don't want anything with boobies in it and, I was about and, to ask, and can it, you request like to see specific images or... <laughs> only? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you can you can say I don't want to see boobies anymore, and then uh, episode two of our podcast would be just be stricken from the record all <laughs> together. They no, they uh, and and they sent this thing out, and it's like on the one hand, it's a personal preference thing. It's something that you do with your Wikipedia account, and it's completely. It's, it's, it's only personal. You, you can set it to whatever you want. But then on the other hand, there's the issue of like, could that be used as a form of censorship? Could companies or organizations or governments use that, take advantage of that feature somehow to 
restrict the sort of information and it's only it's only for pictures yeah. as it was presented to me but it still is sort of interesting well see i don't like how google i mean and this is one of the things like i i like my internet car, uh, compartmentalized like i have my gmail stuff i have my yahoo stuff i use both emails for like slightly different things like i like you and katie i communicate with via gmail right everyone else is yahoo mail <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. It feels right. Okay. <laughs> well, also because you guys have Gmail accounts, everyone else has a Yahoo account. What? What? Who has a Yahoo account? You're the Eric only person. Eric Lurch. Uh, no, Lurch has Hotmail. I mean Yahoo. <laughs> what? Uh, who are you people? What? I use both because the G- the Yahoo one is like I cre- only created the Gmail because I needed something like professional when I got tossed out on my ass at the restaurant. I it can be at. it can be Johnny Noop at AltaVista.com. <laughs> um, and, uh, what was that one? Hotbot. Hotbot. Remind. But so. But yeah. And like, I think I fucked up my YouTube account because I I hadn't logged in since they were like, you have to link your shit or we're not gonna let you use YouTube. And really, yeah. Like wow. I tried to view an age verification video, and it's like you gotta link your shit. And somehow... I don't want everyone to know I'm viewing this age verification video. <laughs> well, somehow, I mi- I guess I misread the instructions, but somehow I, I link... Because I set it up with my Yahoo account. Because that's where, I use, that's right, where right. a lot of my junk goes. Like all my YouTube, my uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, all that stuff goes to the junk folder. Right. Um, and so I somehow, instead of linking it to the YouTube, linked, it, linked the email address to itself. And then I tried to link it to the Gmail, so it would, however the, I, I don't know. It, it's stupid. It's stupid, and I don't know why they're trying to do it. But anyways, what I was saying is, um, what they do is based on your, they customize your web searches. Yeah. And, and I, I don't, I don't care for, I figured that's where you were going with that. And yeah. I, don't, I don't care for that either. I think a lot of that you can actually turn off, but I don't like that it's on by default. Yeah. And it's like, um. It's, it's like you're robbing me of my chance to change and grow by finding things that I wouldn't accidentally that I wouldn't otherwise find. Well, the um, yeah, and like the the I found out about it reading a uh, article somewhere, um, probably on like Gizmodo or I doubt CNN would have covered that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> CNN doesn't cover news, just bullshit. Yeah. Um, but and but it was like one lady during the BP crisis searched BP and she got all the stuff about the crisis and protests. Another a friend of hers Google BP and her top results were about buying stock and it was like on the second page that this it was like the BP in. like the BP PR page for the spill and not the actual news but like their yeah and they got press. even though they did the exact same search they both got separate results which I don't like that I, I like yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't care for that either I um, think that's, and, I think that's and, kind of bullshit and, and a little bit of a coincidence I was actually talking with a friend of mine about uh what it used to be like surfing the web um because yeah. i forget what the return to sender address unknown no such number no such soul uh song i think it might have been an elvis too it was, it was elvis yeah. yeah when i first heard that back when uh 100.7 was oldies 100.7 right and i was like oh awesome i like that song let me find out what it's called so i can uh download it yeah <laughs> um <laughs> it was the 90s at, and four, at 14.4 yeah <laughs> No, no, my dad always had the high modem. He always had the, the 56 k running at 36 because when you re- when he said when you ran it at 56, if a bird shot on the telephone wire, you'd get kicked off. 
I did. We I did notice more drop offs with the fifty six k um, at least initially. And then, uh, but yeah, so you know, log in, hear the double dial tone, fire up web crawler because <laughs> web crawler. That's another good one. That... Lycos. <laughs> Lord <laughs> Um But yeah, and then, you know, I would search for like 20 minutes, go through like 10 pages of results, trying to find the, what song this was. No, never found out. Yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> that, still don't know. I just told you. Yeah, I think now, I heard a while ago. Now here, nearly 20 years later. My search is finally complete. <laughs> Thank you, Webcrawler. Thank you. Thanks, Lycos. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I don't want to go back to those days, but there is, but you found, like, and I don't think people realize this, is you found a lot of cool shit when you were trying to find what yeah. you were looking for. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I'm just going to go start using, I mean, Lycos is probably still around. Webcrawler is still around. Dude. Can, uh, I, well, I think they're all part of, like, the Ask Jeeves. You remember back when Ask, Ask used Jeeves. to be Ask Jeeves? Ask before, uh, before Ask Jeeves became, uh... Like Skynet before it was like a question answering thing. Yeah, but now it you now it's um like the now it's like ask dot com is a ask Jeeves web crawler like goes hot bot like conglomerate of <laughs> web conglomerate searches that has yeah that has two percent of all web searches ever. <laughs> all um, right, this is my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right, so I think I have the best opening sentence for uh, for this article uh, for today. Okay. In the mathematical field of not theory is how I began my journey. I, I am surprised. I I saw, I got to mutation. So the topic for this week is mutation, the disambiguation page for mutation, which allows us any jumping off point. It could be genetics. It could be X-Men. It could be apparently math, which we both chose somehow. <laughs> um, there was some music stuff on there. Some music stuff. And I chose it because uh, when we were, um, last week, we covered most of the topics, um, Fairly in depth, and everything everything that we uh, didn't broach on was uh, just so small. You couldn't have gotten a good read. We were just going back to uh, yeah uh, where okay. we were. Um, my second choice was it was a book I I touched on the uh, I can't remember what it's called. It starts with a D. It's one of my last uh, one of my last searches. You you have the graphs. <laughs> if you're that curious, I'll probably post about it now that oh. We have a website up. Um, yeah, it's uh, uh, rjpodcast.blogspot.com. Yep. Or .blogger.com, I think. Uh, .blogspot. .blogspot. I think blogger is the like developer side of it. Oh, yeah, Maybe. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so uh, check check it out. I mean, that's probably where you got this recording. <laughs> Just heads up. I mean, there's only... Unless like, someone downloaded it. And directly then from it, yeah. my SoundCloud or someone emailed the 50 meg podcast. <laughs> um... Uh, so yeah, so I I started reading about knot theory. Uh, what what did you start with? I started a knot theory. Also, <laughs> I I okay. I went to I guess on my so I went to mutation not the the knot theory definition of mutation. I jumped out and did some of the uh, some of the comic stuff too. Mm -hmm. I looked at um, which actually isn't represented on my graph. So I wonder if there's something wrong. Oh, the mutate. Yeah. Uh, in comics, uh, so so mutates in comics are uh, organisms that uh, came by their mutation by uh, by uh, uh, some sort of external stimulus. So there's the mutants in the in the X Men universe, which are people uh, who uh, have the naturally yeah they're grown just they're mutation. just they're just born with it, and then a mutate is like 
oh, I was exposed Spider-Man, to the, Spider-Man, Captain America, Captain America. I was exposed to the vib- vibranium pile, and it yeah. it changed me somehow. Uh, the three-eyed fish in uh, the Simpsons. You bathed in the uh, bathed white in... portal goo. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Cave Johnson. I think that was actually just lung disease. Well, because um, of inhaling the moon dust. Because of inhaling the moon dust. Which <laughs> it's is great pure... for portals and great for causing cancer. <laughs> it's uh, pure poison. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not theory. So what was your take on not theory? Because that's uh, most of what I read. I, I don't know. I... It was kind of interesting reading a little about it. I went into uh, topology, which is um, kind of like the the larger thing that not theory is contained in, and it's kind of the science of fucking with things. Um, it's a uh, a major area of math concerned with properties that are preserved under conditions under continuous deformations of objects. I submit to you, name for me now a science. It is not a science of fucking with things. <laughs> it is a challenge I issue to you. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, how, how, yeah, no, how no, but this is like purposely putting things under near breaking conditions. Yeah. Wait, well, I guess most science does that also. <laughs> it's yeah, science. It's like I always say: you can't know your boundaries until you've crossed them. Until you cross them, exactly. <laughs> How did we figure out wolves weren't, weren't compatible mates? You go out and bang a few. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no response. I've literally. How no did response. Jim go out? He got caught banging a wolf. Husband came home and he was not happy. I, I, I would imagine not. It was the it was the uh, the three wolf moon as it, as it was, and uh, yeah. I, I, the, yeah, so the not theory, uh, so we were talking about topology. Yeah, uh, um, yeah so, so topology's cool, and you get into the, I don't know if you made it to the Klein bottle or the Mobius strip. Those are the, the those oh, are. Oh, damn. I was looking for fun shit like that, like infinite. <laughs> well, I did kind of go over there, but. Um, That's the only thing, I, when I think topology, I always think, I think Klein bottle, I think Mobius strip. See, I got really, I got really excited a couple times, because. I uh, I went to topology and then I went to continuous functions and then while I was because re- yeah I, I somehow managed to squeak by with a three on the A B calculus uh, A P test um, a lot of that theoretical shit was just over my head and I managed to fake my way through passing the class yeah yeah um, so I had to refresh myself and I heard about something I'd never heard about before and immediately I thought of the best movie what's that. Order theory versus chaos theory, the battle of the scientists. <laughs> I saw I saw order theory on your graph. Yeah, and I just saw and I just imagined a bunch of scientists on battlefields with robots and like and lightsabers and laser guns just going ah. <laughs> I imagine that's an interesting sort of thing because you've got the order, th- you want it to be a real brawl, but it's by definition, sort of a half brawl, half something that's more organized it's like half the uh well no like you have the like you have the scientists who like are devoted to order theory and then they're like the in the other kingdom of science is the chaos theory people but wouldn't the order you would you would think they would you would you would imagine that the chaos theory guys would be much more into the guerrilla tactics whereas the order theory guys are like the uh the revolutionary war (laughs) 
<laughs> in a straight line kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I just, um, I'm trying to, I thought this, I wish I would have written some of this down, but I just imagine all these epic scenes of like, of just, you know, your classic like medieval, like, uh, like white knights versus black knights and just that like high chivalry, but it's all science. But it's all lasers. <laughs> it's all guys in lab coats instead of armor. I'm in. Let's produce it. All right. I'll, uh, I'll this start. Is, you're a filmmaker. You, you've got to yeah. you got to put it together. Yeah. Uh, I'll put that behind the the thing I'm doing now. Right. That'll be. Hey, well, and Dragon Knights. I'll probably work on Dragon Knights next. Dragon Knights. Dragon Knights. What the fuck is Dragon? Knights? It's a movie me and Benton uh, thought up um, about knights who ride on dragons and fight. And... I think I saw. I think I saw that movie. Was it well, like... it was before. We thought of it before either, like, I knew that Aragon existed, uh, but I only knew it as that book with the dragon head on the cover. Uh, and right. That was the first one with the other one that had the that's, dragon head that's on. That's still all I know about it. Uh, uh, they, was it any good? Uh, the movie was okay. Bitch kind of ripped us off. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... I ha I'll, I'll put it up, I'll look for it, but I made the, uh, the Dragon Knights movie poster in paint. Nice. <laughs> with with the mouse, not with the fancy drop-ins. That's going not, on the blog. Not that I think uh, not that I think that the drop-in would have helped improve, because you saw my Kill You Tron at, uh, at PAX. I, yeah. I, I did not have the rough. artist. To, yeah. It, it, it was utilitarian. Yeah. <laughs> Three Gatling guns and two rocket launchers. There was, it was, it was, a, it was a, a pristine vision constrained by a hurried hand. <laughs> I uh, I cannot guarantee that had a, if I had a year <laughs> to draw that <laughs> I cannot guarantee I might have been able to construct a straight edge and then my lines would have at least been straight but no nah, it, it didn't get much better than that. Um, I um, overall so with the knot theory, I uh, did you find that uh, knot theory was something that was useful? I mean, I saw where it was useful, but I kind of got bored, and so I, I go on. Sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> not not theory, not theory did not appear. Usually, when I'm reading these theoretical articles on Wikipedia, it's usually uh, usually I'm reading it and I'm waiting for the punchlines. I'm an engineer, and there's usually some really cool implication. Like I'm reading about wavelets, which is this mathematical mm -hmm. theoretical bullshit crazy thing, and I. Engineers are not generally good at math. We we became engineers to avoid math. It's a, engineering is just a bunch of math shortcuts. And so, I'm usually reading the math articles, and I'm and I'm like, there's a punchline somewhere. There's some engineer or somebody who's gone in there and said, this is useful here. So you're like reading about wavelets, and you get to, oh, this is awesome for handwriting recognition and facial recognition and image processing and for signal processing and all this stuff, and then they, like, sum it up in a way that, like, my yeah. brain can understand. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. This is why that's important. This is why that's important. But not theory. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. This doesn't even help you to tie actual knots. <laughs> it's not even useful for that. <laughs> yeah, so then, um, you know, the, the I, continuous function, order theory... I read about total order, thinking like maybe there's something awesome in there that'll give me a good idea for the for another movie. For that, another maybe movie. the sequel, maybe something. Total the order act. versus total recall. My God. Um, but did then, you know? But you said you said did you did you have any 
use of not theory? Like, not really. I, I, I probably stopped reading about a third of the way I down. I mean, I thought it was fascinating because, like, okay, we're, you were taking a knot, we're calling it this mathematical construct, which is kind of made up, and then we're deriving all these neat made-up properties from it. But then, like, I thought that there was some sort of... I was waiting for some kind of punchline, and there was a really... The, the most interesting not theory, not theory article that I read was about... Uh, it was called Knots and Graphs, mm-hmm. and it relates not theory to graph theory and graph theory is the study of graphs like these kind of graphs where you have you know states and arrows and stuff like that and there are basically like transformations between mathematical knots and graphs and that was really fascinating because there actually seemed like there could be some cool stuff and actually a lot of that article was focused on how you can take knots and do these graph transforms and then you can use the graph transforms to render the knots like draw the really pretty knot pictures that are on wikipedia which seems to be the main focus of (laughs) knot theory is to be able to draw those cool looking knots oh uh speaking of speaking of uh images on wikipedia again did you ever uh go back and finish that uh that uh black death uh uh kill graph uh with the registered version no No, I didn't. I I remember discussing it, but tisk tisk, to to be done, I guess. To be done, yeah. Um, so after I got tired of knot theory and order theory, I decided to go and try and find something really freaky. So I ventured from Euclidean space to non-Euclidean geometry. Whoa! Uh, Before we go there, can you in like one sentence summarize what order theory is? Because I have no idea. Um. Deals with binary relationships, such as things being like um, uh, something preceding another, um, something being greater than or less than. Oh, okay. Um, so, I didn't write much because it's not all that. It's boring. It kind of de- um I read the whole article on knot theory and I came away from it and I was kind of like, yeah, there's knots. Yeah, there's order. It, like, it, deals, it just deals with like the relationship between two things. Great. Again, again, another very broad descriptor of science. The relationship between stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I went into uh, non-Euclidean space hoping to find some weird, like, I don't know, geometry or, like, shapes that would blow my mind. Or, like, <laughs> I was, I was, I've got my acid ready. Okay. Just let me find that article. Okay, I have to. I have to look. See, this that's up. where the robot. That's where the that's... Uh, the the podcast robot would come in handy. Johnny proposed a podcast robot wherein it would move the microphone cl- uh, farther away from us as we got more drunk. Which I guess I could just do manually, but I'm probably too drunk to do that now. Um, I want to find. And plus, with the um, it, it, if it could analyze the like average volume of our voice, it could automatically calibrate. Like if it would like the, we do that. Oh, okay. We do, we do, uh, we do that digitally after, and that's called dynamic range compression, which oh, is okay. pretty cool. Um, but okay, everybody, go check the, out list of shapes. The, the Wikipedia um, list of geometric of a, shapes. Uh, have you ever heard of a comic named Eugene Merman? No. He did the voice of Eugene on home movies, the Russian kid who peed in Coach oh, Margaret. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had this. He had this one bit where he was talking. Um, He's like, you know, you see advertisements for um, for things on TV that aren't brand. They're just things. It's like, drink milk. <laughs> Buy pork. He's like, so he's like, so I created uh, some advertisements for shapes. <laughs> it's, it's like rectangle. 
That's a shape. <laughs> Triangle. How about the? How about the? Uh, or how about the three-way? Um, <laughs> circle. That's the round one. And then you had one. It was like like a huge scribble thing called fucked up again. <laughs> it's where the party's at, or <laughs> something along those lines. Um, um, I'm a big fan. And if we have, if I haven't discussed this already on our podcast, I want to discuss it now. I think we we touched on this when I found the list of ethnic slurs on Wikipedia. I read a I read a list today. What's that? Uh, the list of common misconceptions. That's a great one. That's that has really... so many fucking uh, footnotes. Oh yeah. Like I was about two thirds of the way through, and I was at two hundred and fifty. That was a. It, it's it's a great. It's a that is a great article, and the lists in Wikipedia. I almost, um, almost if you wish... ever want a day and a half to kill of some usually pretty interesting stuff, just go through an entire list. Yeah, the the list of common misconceptions is really good. Uh, I I wonder if there's a Wikipedia list of Wikipedia lists because I break it. I have break the internet. <laughs> Do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> um, uh, list of Wikipedia. Wikipedia list. Uh, it's a suggested search. Come on. No. But wait, go back, go back to list. Oh, dude, this is it. Holy this shit. is it. It's organized by, it's apparently organized by uh, topic. That is gen- totally lame. Gen- I want the standard Wikipedia article. You want the, you want to. <laughs> I want the. I want oh, the- no, this is it. Oh, it's- that, wow. Those are just links. Those are just uh, target references. Those are just yeah, yeah. But you see how it's like has biology, and then it has. I, I mean, I understand. But they these do. are these are all the lists. Every link to every list is on this page. Uh, look for look, eponymous bio- laws. Oh wow. Um. Is is this is this the, will this actually take us there? I don't know. Oh, this will be. This is so get look, look at lists because they're great. Yeah. Uh, list of biological journals, list of causes of death. What? List of causes of death. What? We have to go there right now. Uh best way or funniest way to die? But... Funniest way to die? Yeah. yeah. What do you got? I mean, uh, oh, the following what do you list think it's li- going to be. Uh well, I don't know if you can sort it, but this is the following list of the causes of human deaths worldwide for the year 2002 arranged by their associated mortality rates. There were 57,000 57,029,000 deaths tabulated for that year. Some of the causes listed includes deaths also included more specific subordinate causes as indicated by the group column. Some of the causes are omitted. So percentages do not sum to 100. According to the World Health Organization, about 58 million people died in 2005. Race frequency cardiovascular diseases infectious diseases heart disease malignant neoplasm cerebro, cerebrovascular oh, come on let's get down to the bottom come on death by dolphin oh this is just disease this is just death by 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 regular stuff where's where's the interesting stuff like yeah, drug use disorders upper respiratory infection uterine cancer the worst is benign <laughs> <laughs> one wait wait 0.06% of us to die, died from something that was benign. <laughs> benign prostatic <coughs> hyperplasia. Like, where's death of, uh... Death of know. a thousand cuts. Where's, <laughs> death, where's death of... Where's, like, getting hit by a car. Where's death of a salesman. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck Wikipedia, everybody. <laughs> All right, podcast is over. It's over. We're done. We're done. 
this is this is the this is a series finale. Um, I'm really punchy given that I've only had one beer. <laughs> You're one, on your second one one point one point yeah. four beers. Well, it is it is the sixty IPA. It's also really late. Yeah, for me um, like, during the week. So then I, like I mentioned earlier, I, I got into gravitational theory. I started reading about physics again. I read about light speed. You, uh, go, read, you, you go down that road more than I would have expected. I, I like physics. I like the. I like space. I I, I went, space. I went. I went. I I thought you would go straight down the, uh, down the X Men route like you did. The, <laughs> Last week, when we weren't even talking about that. That's what you get for leaving me. Leaving you alone with a microphone for five freaking minutes. It, it was like 40 seconds. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, it, but I know all that stuff. Like, I've heard all that before. Yeah. Um, I found out some interesting things about the speed of light. Yeah. Um, well, just, uh, the galaxy in general. The furthest galaxy away, 13 billion light years. The furthest one that we can observe? Uh, yeah, that we've observed. Um, That's pretty far. Light? They're probably gone by now, right? <laughs> wait. That, oh, no, that wait, no, no, never mind. 13 billion years ago, right? Well, well no, I was about to ask. I was like, the, uh, the the universe is only what? Like, they say four? four no, no. That's but because it's expand, it's going the other way. That's why No, no, it's... no. The, the Earth is four billion years. Oh, okay. The Earth is four billion years. The universe is, I think, much older. Okay. Um, light travels 173 astronomical units in a day. Neat. That's the... Uh, that, uh, the astronomical that, that's, unit uh, is... That's us is to the sun, us right? Us to the sun, yeah. I believe, yeah. Um, oh, go to the uh, article on imaginary time, because there's an... Uh, <laughs> which is why you, I go to physics, because... Although that that was kind of a letdown, I wanted much more awesome stuff out of the idea of imaginary time. Is this just time represented as an imaginary number? Because I deal with imaginary numbers all day, and I'm sick of them. Um, it yeah, it kind of it. Well, imaginary time. Uh, it's the uh, essentially connecting quantum mechanics with statistical mechanics. Imaginary but, time is obtained by a wick rotation by pi over two in the complex plane. Oh yeah, it is an imaginary number thing. Yeah, uh, scroll down, um, and here we go. Here's an awesome Stephen Hawking's quote. One might think that this means that imaginary numbers are just a mathematical game having nothing to do with the real world. From the viewpoint of positivist uh, philosophy, however, one cannot determine what is real. All one can do is find which mathematical models describe the universe we live in. It turns out that a mathematical model involving imaginary numbers or imaginary imaginary time. time predicts not only effects we have already observed, but also effects we have not been able to measure yet, uh, measure yet nevertheless believe in for other reasons. Such as gravity, gravitational yeah. waves. So what is real and what is imaginary? Is it, ju- is, it the, is the distinction just in our mind? The imaginary numbers thing is interesting because we call them imaginary numbers, yeah. well, but they're I, not really... How did I get that? I got to that because of uh, Minkowski space. Which I know also nothing about. Um, that is, it's a, it's, uh, what did I write about that? Um, okay, it's a um, physical, it's a, like kind of a, uh, and a, a Minkowski, Minkowski space-time. It's a way, it's a model of uh, interpreting, uh, I believe it's a model of interpreting our, um, <clears throat> our reality. 
that uses three dimensions of space. The um, uh, the uh, the X Y Z. Yeah, X Y Z. But also one dimension of time. Okay. That kind of it and the that's sort they, of the conventional. That's sort of the conventional. But they use the um, space time, right? They use the the imaginary time plane. Oh, of, so uh, so it's one dimension of time, but it's a complex number. It's a uh, neg- square root of negative one i. Right. Um, is that ct? It didn't have the t as an a uh, uh, exponent. So is ct just the speed of light? Is that considered? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's. It's don't know. C. It had C. C is, C, C is generally speed of light. Yeah. So it had um, the imaginary time vector they use is uh, square root negative one of C T, which I assume might have been speed of light squared. Uh, go to Minkowski space time. Minkowski space. Yeah, and there's a really cool graph with uh, yeah. So oh, that's uh, I've seen I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, setting three ordinary dimensions of space combined with a single dimension of time to form a four-dimensional manifold representing space-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is this is this is the way that we typically think of. Uh, mm-hmm. This is the way we typically think of space-time, where you have it's just it's just a four it's it's just we all exist in a four-dimensional reality where yeah. you have a coordinate in X, Y, Z, and T, and your motion through you you move you move through all four dimensions. Yeah. It's not three dimensions of space which you're free to move in, and then one of time that you're. So it's locked. not three dimensions as a function of time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, it's it's. It's four dimensions, and it's de- it depends your your position depends on your frame of reference. Okay. So, yeah, the 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 time dilation, the whole time dilation thing is is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that the whole uh, time dilation uh, special relativity deal where time slows down for people that are moving, moving fast, moving fast yeah. relative to one another. That you know, it's not just a theoretical thing. Well, that they, actually happens. They proved it because um, they. Uh, they did an experiment where they took two atomic clocks. Left. It's it's more than just proved it. It's uh. it's uh you know we've satellites that are orbiting the Earth that mm. are moving relative to us all the time, and they actually you know the satellites for the for their purposes, whether they're communication satellites or whatever, they yeah. have to actually keep time. Yeah. And their time is different than our time because they are moving. I mean, it's you know very slight, but they actually yeah. have to correct. For they have to make relativistic corrections, like they're that's built into their software because mm-hmm. they see time differently than us. That's like yeah. a that's an established thing, and I guess it's there are a bunch of different ways to represent that behavior mathematically. This one being, I guess, the common one. Yeah, um, uh, Stephen King kind of broached that in uh, his book um, Insomnia. It, it was an okay book. It. It, I've it's never like, read any Stephen King. Uh, a lot of it, his short stories and his not like scary stuff uh books are generally his best um but in uh insomnia he kind of deals with like these um these uh preternatural beings um that they like they're kind of uh death they're kind of death uh figures Mm -hmm. um there are two that go around like killing people in a gentle way and the one like kind of it's portrayed as evil but he's like he's what happens when deaths are caused by accidents and unnatural deaths gotcha um but they serve um they they it mentioned this 
being that or these beings like within a uh, like different levels of existence where as you go higher up in your levels of existence time moves uh, a lot quicker and they mention beings at the very top are immortal and beings like close to the top are not immortal but their lifespans are so long that they might as well be right and i, I haven't finished reading the series but i think he might um be uh linking it to the dark tower books he might have linked it to the dark tower books gotcha. that he wrote um it's it's an okay book um it's like a thousand pages the first 600 are kind of boring is that that's not related to the movie insomnia with robin williams is it that's no not a, that's not a make of that movie. no this is about an old guy who um he can't sleep at night uh so he just starts staying up but he doesn't suffer any uh physical or mental deterioration and he some sees people, a little some people don't you know that's actually a medical thing like there are people i saw a special on tlc or discovery mm -hmm. or something not long ago where it was like they were just interviewing these people that sleep like an hour a night and oh yeah can i have another room. beer yeah. please yeah um they sleep like an hour a night and there's this guy he's this guy in his 50s or something he was a radio dj at night and he has like he's an artist during the day or something and he just basically never sleeps he sleeps like an hour or two a day God. and he's like he's like yeah i'm good to go and everyone's like but, but, but this and that and this and they checked him out medically and stuff and he's like seems fine that would be i mean i don't know i'm torn be because awesome. I, I love sleep uh, i love sleeping i i i hate sleep man uh, fuck sleep no sleep is awesome because you're i mean it's, it's i'm tired right now <laughs> i i know well i don't have any proof that it's awesome uh, my only thing is, like, whenever I wake up, be it naturally or with my alarm, it's always like, I always have this feeling that I was somewhere awesome, and I want to go back there immediately. I, I've had some crazy-ass, I've had some crazy-ass dreams that are that are pretty awesome. But oh, my dreams are crazy-ass. <laughs> my dreams are crazy, but I generally don't remember them. It's very, very rare that I actually remember one clearly. I actually only, I, I remember most of my dreams, um... But I only the ones that I remember I generally remember, but I only remember having dreams about every year and a half. Oh wow! Um, but they're they're epic. Um, I dreamed a lot more in high school and thinking about because I have one dream. We were drive. It was me, Buddha, and Lurch driving in my parents' car, like down some like Hillsborough, like down like a, a road in Hillsborough or some some place out and away from civilization. Um, and uh, I'm looking down the road, and all of a sudden it turns into this, um, like, eight-lane mega highway. And I look out the window, and I see this, like, eight-foot-tall dude with robotic legs who's running bes running along beside me like he's running a marathon. Like you do, yeah. Yeah, and I, I look down at the speedometer. It's going, like, 65. I'm going 65, and he's just, like, super huge and a cyborg and running along. And I'm like, okay. So I punch on the gas because um, there's no one around. We come up on this hill. And, like, right as we're about to crest the hill, I can see over the top, and I see, like, a thousand cop cars. And then, but it's too late to do anything. The car gets launched in the air, and all I can do is see, like, it's so awesome, but I'm just like, ah, oh, there is impending doom as soon as the car hits down. So we, um, we hit down to try and, like, drop down from, like, 100 to 55, but hope the cops didn't notice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then like I pull up, and then one of them just like stops instantly, waits for me to pass, pulls behind me, throws on the lights, and I wake up. I I like in dreams where the when the rules change just utterly, and but it feels the new set of rules 
is completely acceptable in the dream framework. So you're you're driving in your you're driving your car and you're going a thousand miles an hour and you see a cop up ahead and you're like, Oh my god, I'm going a thousand miles an hour and then like you you <laughs> slow down to nine fifty and then you like Gotcha, yeah, bitch. Gotcha, bitch. You drive by the cop, and he's like, "Oh, he's only going nine fifty. Yeah, whatever." But that, like, in the dream, that's not absurd at all. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that just totally makes sense, and everything's cool. I uh, I kind of feel sorry for my dream people because they die when I wake up. Like I've had dream people. I like I've I've realized I was in a dream, and then had conversation with my real life friends in the dream, as they've like convinced me that they're not in a dream they're like no i'm alive i'm here i have a life like and i've wondered like do like when they're not in my like and it happened because the person like left the dream room i was in and then came back in and then i was like i, I started thinking i was like do like does my mind create memories for the dream thing like when he left that room did he just disappear or did my mind create a uh it's like when you're playing when you're playing those old school nintendo games yeah and you're like did, did is that sprite being tracked off screen or did they did, did did the Nintendo reclaim that memory for like a color palette for the boss that I'm about to fight like, uh, Nintendo, like oh they would they would have uh you they would have reclaimed that in a yeah, heartbeat yeah yeah but pro, they were uh, NES games they didn't have that much if it was memory. Mario 3 if it was Mario 3 that shit got reclaimed cuz there was no way the game was that amazing otherwise God. That game is still amazing. I talking to you makes me realize that I actually don't have an imagination. Uh, <laughs> it makes me sad to say it, but it's true. The, I just <laughs> creative writing and film studies are just majors that I feel were ma were like made for me. Although I I feel like there are majors they don't tell you about. Like if you're listening to this and uh, you you haven't gone to college yet. I have a friend who majored in puppetry. Uh, a, a, a friend of mine at work, her, a friend of hers is doing a postdoc in comics. Like, yeah, there. if you look, um, I think Penny Arcade or some webcomic mentioned that about, like, there are these awesome majors that no one tells you about. Yeah, look in the, uh, like, if there's any hobby you're interested in, like, search, like, just Google fucking, like, puppetry as a major or Although, something as a major i wonder how i mean like but then you got to think about the end game right like at the, at the end of the college you have a degree in puppetry i mean what's the puppetry market like like i i would i would imagine that the puppetry market is incredibly cutthroat like way worse than engineering or banking or the film industry or whatever i mean how many puppeteers are there what's the demand for puppeteers like you've got to be cgi modeling for movies Still, I mean, still, most of that can be done like okay. All yeah, yeah, but you now. mentioned you mentioned that. How many people know there's a fucking puppetry major? I I still think. I mean, I mean, no, no, it's a small sub. It it. I think it's a small job market that has a small people who are trying to do that purposefully. I think I think I think what you do is you major in puppetry, and then when you're out, you got to do something else. Find a place where puppetry. Well, no, no, kid shows. Like, there's Muppets, there's... I mean, there's I just, a ton of kid shows. I just think... I mean, I think, like... I think if you got that major... I mean, I'm not I'm not speaking well, disparagingly yeah. the major, because I, I think it's awesome. Yeah. But I think you if you're doing that, I think you have to be prepared to park it 
when you're done and wait for a puppeteer to die. Well, I mean, though, some, but some, also, some disciplines also, are like that. But there's also stuff where it's not like, I mean, obviously, if you're a puppeteer major, you want to get a job with Jim Henson. But, I mean, you might be... But he's dead. The, the company. Well, yeah. You might you want the Jim Henson Corporation. But, I mean, you know, there's also the idea of maybe you just, like, you do, like, uh, you, get ta- you get hired by a theater company and you do puppetry for them. But, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of the last time I even saw a puppet. And maybe it's just because I'm not big into puppets. <laughs> I mean, like... We should do a puppet show. I'm down. Uh, <laughs> uh, what time? I'll, I'll, I'll get. Uh, you know. You know Emma, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, from uh, trivia. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I'll, uh, I'll. I'll get her. We, we'll. Uh, we'll get some stuff together. Um, does she? Does she a puppeteer? She's a puppet major. She's the puppet. She's major? the puppet major. She majored in puppet. She majored. That's and awesome. And she's a lawyer now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But is she? Is she? But she majored in fucking puppetry. Do you know how fun that those four years were? Did you? Did you not? You just. You just argued. You just had this. We just had this whole discussion where I said, if you're major in puppetry, okay. you got to get out and you got to be prepared, okay. to, to hunker down and no, do something no, no, else. No, 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 no. And then you just you had this okay. person that was waiting in the wings that you know that you you hang out with. That it was a puppetry major that did exactly that, and you still argued against. Okay, me? it takes more than one. It takes more than one thing to like to. You can't form a, a an entire like frame off of a single instance. You need multiple. You need multiple things. Well, yes, I only know about the puppetry major for someone who majored from it. Uh, someone who majored from it and is now a lawyer. Yes, but. That's not enough to say that all puppetry majors are doomed to, like, not do puppetry jobs. I'm not saying they're not doomed to do puppetry jobs. I'm just saying you got, I mean, if that's your passion, you really got to, you got to hunker down. Because that's not like, it's not one of those things where there's always a demand. It's not one of those things where you're going to pop out of your senior year and just, and just hit the, hit the ground with the wheels rolling. Well, but I mean, but maybe I mean it's like, um, well, I mean, look at me with my like film, my film studies and creative writing stuff. I'm a banker, but I still do my film stuff down in uh, down in Wilmington. Right, and yeah, we got sure. the the pilot that we're knock on wood that'll yeah. go well. Um, knock on wood. Or yes. Knock on wood so that our pod podcast audience can hear. Yeah, you better be knocking. Which, speaking of which, I think we're probably spinning down. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I had. Um, do I have anything? Oh, else? Here's your, uh, here's your sheet. Um, I oh oh one more thing. Uh, and this is a brief thing. Look up uh, Kipus. K H I, K H I P U S. Um, I didn't. You know, I mean, just sort of a footnote sort of thing. Um, they were knots were used. I spent the whole time reading about knot theory. Yeah, not, I got bored after latest. about twenty minutes and was like, "Fuck this! I'm reading something." Else. I only read for about forty minutes, and <laughs> I tried to read them in depth because I wanted to have more in depth stuff to talk about. But these kipus were. Um, uh, I'm gonna mess it up now. Uh, it was the it was the Aztecs or the Incas. Let me just mix those up. I I mean I I I think maybe I should feel bad, but I don't. I, I think they're all kind of the same. Like, I mean, you know how which like, ones you... got stomped on by Spain? All of them. Okay. Well, <laughs> one of one... Incans and Mayas, they all got destroyed by. Uh, I don't know the the ones in Chile. Chile might not have gotten destroyed by the Spanish specifically, 
but the Spanish killed the other one. Um, it was, you know, honestly, they were both really, they, it was, they were both really sophisticated uh, civilizations, so it was probably both of them that did this. Yeah. Uh, Incas. It was the Incas. Um, they were these sophisticated, um, uh, it, was, it was like a string of knotted bits of cord. Sometimes they were like alpaca fur, and sometimes they were cotton string or whatever. They... You, they had this decimal-based nodding system where they would keep all of their financial records and their census and like all their data was basically stored as knots in cord. And uh, it was apparently a really sophisticated thing and there was this whole cast of people that maintained the knots and kind of they're basically like the accounting and the record keepers for the, for the civilization. The Templars? The Templars. No... <laughs> Well, the Spanish, uh, the Spanish probably Templars, <laughs> apparently thought so because they showed up and basically forbade the practice of keeping records with knots because they really quickly realized that the Incans could lie, uh, they could lie about the contents of the knots because it was this binary system that they only knew. Only how, they knew. How, how are the Spaniards going to know? Yeah, and so they would, they would, they would use these things to like communicate coded information to each other. Nice. And they would just lie about what it said. They're like, oh, that's just the number of sheep we had. But it was really like a... <laughs> the help. eagle has landed. <laughs> the eagle has landed kind of thing. So I thought that was kind of interesting. The article yeah. is not too long, but it's uh, but it's long enough that it is interesting. And they talk about how these things are recovered and how these guys actually had sort of a uh, an early... It was an early sort of ASCII system. Not ASCII, but, but uh, uh, an early system of using numbers of knots to represent other concepts that were not just numbers but were like okay. classes of things and stuff like that. Uh, I, speaking of random things, I'll close this out. I, I I had to kind of explain LEET to my supervisor. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I always have a hard time explaining stuff like that. The internet... Uh... Yeah, especially... there uh, And my coworkers are just not... Not tech savvy. Not, no. I mean, they, like, they they know how to use their phones fairly well, but that that and how to hook up their play their video game consoles. But there's, they, they are not leet. <laughs> like when I spelled when I spelled it, I didn't even bother spelling it the proper way. I just said it's L L E E T. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I will see you this and raise you one. Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll post this on the blog as well because we took a photo of this Trivial Pursuit card, and uh, <laughs> so here's here's the question: What does B I Y wait B I O Y I O P mean? To someone in a chat room. What was it? B I O Y I O P. This is something. I mean, well, especially with those. Here. Uh, okay, yeah. B I O Y I O P. To a netizen, what does B I O Y I O P stand for? You're never going to get it, and I was really pissed because this was for a pie, for me, and I 
I feel like I've gotten one similar to that. But it was... The one I'm thinking of is... um, Shove it up your... No, your input-output port. I hate you. I cannot... It's blow it out your input-output port. Ah, that might... Yeah. What... <laughs> Why did you know that? Because it was a stupid Trivial Pursuit um, <laughs> question. And I'm calling you, I'm, I'm, call, I'm putting you on blast here, Dave. And unlike you, I respect the tr- bullshit Trivial Pursuit question. That's a bullshit question. Okay, no, do you know what, okay, but you left it in there untouched for the next person to get some bullshit, right? No, what Dave does, and I'm calling you out you on this. because it Yeah, the, no, he marked it out. Because the question is, what is the best-selling non-fiction book of all time? The Bible. Yeah. He did not like that. Which I And he, there's another thing which I said. He didn't like it because he says, but his thing was like, oh, the Bible's like, it, it's it, he's nihilist, or it, I, I don't know if he still is. At the time, he was nihilist. And he was like, oh, the Bible's a work of fiction. And I'm like, no. But that's testing your knowledge of the Dewey Decimal System, and you know that all religious works are classified. I want to say it's in the 220s of the Dewey Decimal System. Of course. Um, I think it's in the 200s, because I I think that's where the social sciences are, but uh, it's been elementary school. Um, There was another one, which I'm the only one who says is not bullshit. It was on Battle of the Sexes. How many quarters are there in a hockey game? Uh, yeah, well, no, zero. There are zero quarters, there are three periods. Every All of my friends said that's a bullshit question, I say no, because if you know hockey, you know that it doesn't have quarters. The time I, would, I would take, I would take, if someone said there were three quarters in a hockey game, I would take that. Would you not take that? Would you not take three as an answer to that question? Uh... If they were able to argue it well, I would give it to them because technically there are. Then this is the magic rule, asshole in me. Technically, there are no quarters in the hockey game, uh, but you know if they were able to present their case, actually no, I'd probably give it to them because they knew there were three time periods. Yeah, we could probably go on like this. Yeah, I mean, probably... but those are just some, some bullshit questions. So, did, <laughs> did you? Uh... Did you have anything you... Uh, this is Ryan signing off. Uh, I don't... I don't know. This is Johnny. Be seeing you.